Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Hollis Chapman Show. I am Hollis. Happy Tuesday to you all. I hope everything is going well. We have an exciting special guest here today. You know, we all have stories. We all overcome certain things in life. You know, but I guess today he's going to talk about his story, what happened to him as a 12-year-old. You know, as a young boy, a lot of us wanted to play Pop Warner football and stuff like that. But imagine having an incident the day of a game that changed your life forever. You know, it's a, it's a strange thing because this weekend down here in Tucson, Arizona, the same kind of thing happened to a young boy down there. So we'll talk about that once it gets started. But, again, I special guest, again, the young boy, Pop Warner football, dreams of playing ball, has a great time, has an accident, and overcomes that. He writes a book. He is a CPA since 2006. He is CEO, expert business advisor. He has a contract with the NFL. You know, if you if you have a contract with the NFL, all small businesses know this. You're doing some great things. I'll say NFL just don't contract to anybody. Let's welcome to the show our special guest, Mr. Anthony Rosano. Thank you so much, Hollis, for having me here. It's a real honor to uh, spend some time with you and your guest. You uh, are very successful in your own right. And uh, I just want to let you know how, how thankful I am that you would uh, recognize my story and invite me to be part of your show with your guests. Outstanding. Thank you for joining us. You know, your show, uh, your story is so important because a lot of things happen to our, in our lives in this world that, you know, can you overcome it? And you are a prime example of, hey, okay, things happen. What can I do? How can I overcome this? You know, so you go ahead and, and kind of introduce yourself a little bit more. Tell us about your story, and then we'll get into your book. Okay, go ahead, sir. That sounds great. Uh, well, as you said, my name's Anthony Rosano, um, and my story was it really started uh, to become interesting on October 31st, 1987, when I was burned in a tragic garage fire at my home. Um, I was there was a, a match lit uh, unintentionally by a friend of mine, and uh, I caught my legs on fire, um, and I was engulfed in flames. Um, as it would turn out, I was burned over 87% of my body. I was life flighted to West Penn Hospital uh, in Pittsburgh, where I received 43 surgeries, the loss of my left hand, and 134 blood transfusions. They said if I lived for a day, I would die in three days. If I lived for three days, I would die in three weeks. And uh, just as they had said three weeks into it, uh, my heart rate went to 189 beats a minute. My blood pressure was at 49 over 20. And my temperature was 106. Uh, the medical staff at West Penn said there was nothing more that they can do. And they quit administering any type of antibiotics and further treatment to me. Just wanted to make me comfortable at that time. Uh, but God had different plans. My parents, my mother and my father, uh, and my whole family had a vigil outside my room. They packed my neck and, and wrist with ice, and they prayed over me. And 
Um, our local priest, Father Morrow, brought in a little old Italian lady from uh, the north side of Pittsburgh, and she blessed me with the special oil and kissed my mother and said I would be okay. Uh, against all odds, the next day, my temperature broke, my heart rate stabilized, and my blood pressure stabilized, and I all of a sudden was on the road to recovery. Uh, but not only did I recover, but I made it out of the hospital with all those burn injuries and fought my hardest for the next three years through every surgery, through every pain, uh, to get back on the football field. And by the time I was a senior in high school, I was a starting outside linebacker for the Newcastle Red Hurricanes. I've taken this journey of mine and, and summarized it in the book, named Against All Odds, where it really tells people uh, the story, the deep inside the story of overcoming and all of the emotional and physical complications, and then goes on to tell you a plan about how you can use this in your regular life and how I've used it to get my education and start a business and be a father, a coach, and a, and a, and a husband, and, uh, and really trying to do good things to brighten up the world a little bit. You know, Anthony, that's, um, that's unbelievable. But I got to ask you, you're 12, 13, 14, 15. What you went through, adults can't not overcome that. Adults maybe turn to alcohol. Adults turn to drugs. Adults turn to so many negative things. How do a young person at your age stay motivated, stay positive, stay into it and say, okay, I can overcome this? How did you do it at such a young age? There's, there's such a beauty uh, to youth. And, and young people are so dynamic and able to cope in ways that uh, sometimes it's more difficult as an adult. See, I had an unwavering support system in my, in my medical staff and my family and my friends, and I had faith in God, and I was, I was just given so much support. I couldn't stand the idea as a young teenager of not being a normal kid, of not being able to play ball or not being able to have friendships the way that normal young people do. And so I was, uh, I kind of put my blinders on and, and there was nothing that was going to stop me from living as most, uh, the most normal life that I could. And, uh, and fortunately I, I had tremendous mentors, uh, both, uh, People who are my father's age and his friends and my brothers, my older brother's age, and my, they mentored me and took me under their arm and, and let me know that, you know, everything was going to be okay, and I believed them. And so, you know, this journey has not been one of just pure ups. There's been plenty of downs, and it's not something that has just ended through um, the time getting back on the football field, but there's also times in my adult life where I look back on my childhood trauma and I deal with it today. And, um, and I want your listeners and everyone to know that this journey, your journey in life is never a journey where, you know, you, you're just perfect after, after you accomplish one thing. You always get knocked down. That's part of life. We always have moments in our life where uh, we're not the best version of ourselves. That's part of it. But every single time when you go through that, no matter if it's getting burned the way I did or losing a limb or, or diving into alcohol and drugs, just have the faith in God to know that you have the power of perseverance, and if you don't get up, give up, you could get back on your feet again, and there will be a brighter day tomorrow. You know, Anthony, and I know you are too. I'm such a huge advocate in youth playing sports. It could be any sport, you know, because again, we win, we lose. That's all part of it. You learn how to pick yourself back up. You know, I played football myself, and I played, and you know, I went to a high level and stuff like that, and I always revert back to the football days, my sports days where 
things weren't going great. When things, when people said, oh, Hollis, you can't go to college and play football on the scholarship. You're not this, you're not that. And I said, I'll show you. Don't ever tell me I can't do something. That's when I'm fighting. That's when I backs against the wall. I'm coming out swinging. You know, that's what sports can do here. I mean, a lot of times we see the, these knuckleheads on TV and how crazy they are and stuff like that, do dumb things. But sports can be so valuable to a young person, to a person because of the get knocked down and pick yourself back up. Um, you know, because nobody's perfect. Things always not going to be the way we want it to be. But you got to pick yourself right back up, correct? Oh, there's no doubt. That's the whole key to life. And I think that the bigger key in that is realizing and accepting the fact that you're not perfect. See, yeah. people who think that they're perfect, they don't have the ability to grow. And once you realize that, that you are imperfect, and it's a beautiful imperfection, that's the way humanity is built. We are all beautifully imperfect. But that gives you the chance to step on that stepping stone and, and overcome whatever imperfection you're dealing with today. Because I don't care if you're a five-year-old boy or girl or a 75-year-old grandma or grandpa, you still got to deal with your own imperfections every single day along the way. And, and that is part of growth. And we learn that on the football field. And we learn it in such simple way on the, on the baseball field because as a, a little child, I can't talk to you about philosophy and let you understand the deepness of religious beliefs or, or just the deepness of being a good human being. But you can learn these lessons by running and getting knocked down and missing a ball or catching a ball or doing something special. And you learn it in a physical way that ends up translating and manifests itself into a, an emotional and a, and a mature way as you grow older. And there's nothing that I uh, had better experiences with growing up than being on the ball field. Absolutely. Awesome story. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, so um, you're very successful in business. You, you know, you're a CPA since 2006. You're a CEO of your business. When did you start realizing then, you know, as you get through the years, that, hey, I can do this. Nothing's going to prevent me from not doing what I need to do um, in, in the business world. When did that start, all start to come together? Well, it started really uh, oddly enough when I left school. I, went, I took a break from college when I was 22 years old, uh, and I started to go into the sales business. And I realized, and I, I did very well at a young age building out a sales organization for a uh, direct marketing company named ACN. And uh, it was a lot of fun. I learned a lot. I, I was surrounded by great people. I ended up building an organization of 1,500 people around the country, and they were uh, selling telecommunication services at the time. And I learned a little bit about investment advisory and, and, and uh, the Internet boom and, and, uh, and, and putting some and how, to, how to save money and put it in the markets. And, but then we didn't make the financial uh, windfall that I had hoped for, and I, I fell in love with my beautiful wife, Katie, uh, who we've been together now for 27, will be 28 years next week. And, um, and I decided to go back to school and pursue a degree in finance. But I always knew with that itch that I had from being self-employed at that young age that, that I had what it took to, to build something brick by brick. Now, there's lots of people who are more successful than me. Um, I, I don't stand here and, and say that I'm an Elon Musk or, or anything even close to that. But one thing I am is level-headed. I understand the process of, of, uh, of, how, of what people need to do step-by-step step to start a business, 
to sustain a business, to capitalize a business, to operate it through good times and through bad, and to develop a business succession plan and an exit strategy. And if you know how to do these things, you can really help people to, uh, to make a plan for their life and, and, to, and to become a better version for themselves. Now, everyone's not going to be a business owner. So I focus on helping people any way that they need it, and, uh, and it's been a real passion of mine. My, I'm real lucky that I, I get to work with my wife every day. Uh, without her in my corner, there's no way I would have been able to, uh, to sustain this and get there. But it's, um, it's been a, quite a journey, and it's something I'm very, very thankful for. We want to congratulate you not only with your business success, your book and everything, but your marriage. Congratulations on that. I wish I uh, knew better and had my marriage more successful than that, but that's a whole other story there. It's a whole other show. But, so congratulations to you and your wife for being successful on that. We need more of that. We need, well, we need well, to see that. Well, thank you. But it, listen, it, just like anything else, my wife and I, we love each other dearly, like so close. But we've had our own ups and downs and trials and tribulations. You, nothing. There's nothing that you do in your life that you don't uh, experience a, a, a downtime. And, and so just uh, we come from a generation where people just throw things away. But the mm. greatest generations uh, years ago, when they had a problem, they worked on it and fixed it. And, and I just hope that people realize that it's time that, that we come together because when you have divorce and separation, children are hurt. And, uh, and it's not always the best thing. And, and, and you don't want to live in a sad situation, but I, I don't want to represent that life has always been perfect because it hasn't. But I'm real thankful that we have made it to where we are today. Outstanding. Okay, in your book, now we go to your book, and the title is called "Against All Odds." It's a wonderful title. It really, it, it, you know, it brings together. I know "Against All Odds" was a movie years ago and stuff like that. So we'll talk about the title in a second. But you described the strategies and mindset shift you employed to do the agonizing challenges that were thrown your way. So your book got that in your mind, you start putting it together. Bring us back to when you start writing for your book. Start pulling that together and say, okay, I'm a, this is going to be a heck of a book. Go ahead, tell us about that. Well, that's uh, what happened, Hollis, is, is that uh, I was inspired to write a book a long, for a long time, but I wasn't psychologically ready for it. Confronting and living through this accident and the recovery again was a very emotional process, and it brought me a lot of healing, and I'm thankful for that. Um, but when we, uh, we went on a vacation and we sat around, and my wife and I with some friends, uh, we talked, and I decided to do it. And then all of a sudden, COVID-19 hit in March of uh, 2020, and I recognized that the world was sick. Okay, and I looked out and I said, look, this is tragic. It was so tragic, just like when I was burned that day. And I wanted to sit down and write this story to let the world know that as sick as I was and as close as I was to death, there's been the best days of my life has come after my injuries and after my accident. And I wanted the world to know that the best days in the world are yet to come, even though we suffered a pandemic and people were dying and it was such a scary time. So really, that's what inspired me to sit down and write the book and, and get after it. And I'm, uh, I'm really happy that I did. You know, again, it goes back to sports. I mean, because in and, and your injuries and stuff, because as you realize, things don't happen overnight. It takes time to overcome your injuries. It takes time. So one thing what you put into your head is, hey, don't worry about taking, you know, don't worry about doing it in a month. It takes a year. That's fine. I can just take my time and get it done because you know you're going to get it done. You're not a quitter. And that's what we I tell a lot of people. That's what I try to share with a lot of people. Don't be a quitter. It may take a little time. 
But that's what sports does. I mean, my show is getting better because I've been doing it for a while, and it takes time. And that's from sports. That's from taking, you know, you just won't be great, you know, just right out the gate. It takes time, laid a foundation. You just, you get people, like you said, you get people around you to help you grow, and boom, right? That's what you do. And, and, that's, and that's what, you have to have the mindset that there's nothing that I can't do. But you have to also have the understanding in the faith. I don't care what religious background you are, okay, but you have to have some sort of faith. Even if you don't have a religious background and you just study philosophy, you have to believe in something that is greater than yourself, the universe. You have to, you have to believe in God. I, I'm, a, I'm a lover of Jesus Christ, and I've given my heart to Jesus. But there's other people who, who have a different religious belief. But without having some sort of, of calling that is just greater than you, then it's impossible to feel the inspiration in your heart to become something greater than the world says you can, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and so that's, that's really, uh, I, I think that you have to have that faith, and I think that you have to have that belief no matter where it comes from. And then I think that you have to get it in your heart and your mind and let that inspire your body and your results. And the, when you get knocked down, you got to get up again. And sometimes you might not want to. Sometimes you might find yourself crying and depressed. I don't care what it is in your life that might happen, but guess what? If you could stand up, you are going to make it another day, and all it takes is one step in the right direction to start a beautiful journey. Outstanding. Hey, before we continue, please tell us where do we go after the show to learn more about you because you've got a wonderful website and to get your book. Where do we go? Well, um, you can visit my website at uh, www.anthonyrosano.com where you can learn more about my story and you can order the book right there. Um, you could also buy my book on Amazon, Barnes & Noble's Target. It's, uh, we've been very fortunate that, that we've been picked up by a lot of places. got a great publishing company, Wiley. Um, and I've, I've been surrounded by some wonderful people with uh, Charlie Fusco and TCG Worldwide, the, the really, uh, who's been wonderful to me, his literary agent and his manager, who's, who's making things possible. So visit our website, uh, anthonyrosano.com. And, um, and, and let's start uh, and, and learn more about this, because when you read this book, it's going to bring you down a path that you'll never expect. I would, ex- you know, it's just, uh, it's a beautiful journey, but there's also a lot of, uh, of detail and in, in, in pain in there as well, but it ends on a, a really high note. Great. Outstanding. Okay. Uh, I want you to I'm put you in front of, you know, your TEDx stage. You talk to other authors. I want you to share with us. Tell us some strategies and mindset shifts you employ to endure your, you know, your challenges. So we're going to have some challenges in our lives. So you're, Anthony, you're talking to us. How do we start getting our mind in the right place to start doing things that we want to do, how to overcome some, some bad times, some low times? Some of the strategies you use, some strategies you and your wife use, share that with us so we can get on the right path. Well, first things first. Whenever you are called to do something, you need to separate yourself from all the voices around you. You can't be talking to your best friend, your cousin, your uncle, who might not have the vision for you that God's vision or the calling that you feel for your life. So you have to separate yourself, and you have to get used to just sitting in a quiet room, listening and meditating, praying, and asking for direction. Okay, you not only have to talk, but you have to listen. 
And when you get to that point where you're still and you're being still and you're understanding the message that's being sent to you, then and only then can you start to open up your heart and take and get yourself to visualize yourself taking that next step forward. So I do believe heavily in, in separating yourself, in visualizing where you want to go, in writing down your plans, and then following through with what you write down. Now, in this process, what you're going to encounter is you're going to encounter doubt, and you're going to encounter sometimes sadness and, and failure, and sometimes you're going to be in denial about what is meant for you, and then you're going to have to dig yourself out again. So the roadway to success doesn't just come from, you know, sitting there and answering a prayer. It comes from the timing and the persistence and the, and the never-give-up attitude. And, and, you know, success for people is, is different. Uh, everyone has their own purpose in this world. Uh, so you have to also, while you're going through all of this, when you, have, uh, when you go through bad times, you've got to learn to love yourself again. You've got to look in the mirror and say to yourself, I, you know, I'm the best person that I can be. And you have to forgive yourself for your past and forgive other people for the bad that they have done in, their path, in your past. And that once you get to that point, it allows you to grow spiritually and inspirationally, which then you could use in business and in life and wherever you're going to go. You know, you're doing some work with the NFL, and that's not an easy gig to get. You got to be prepared because they will check you out. They will search, search, and search. So you got to be in your best game. You know, kind of put us back when, because a lot of us, you know, we got big things we want to achieve. Maybe not the NFL, but we got other businesses that we want to try to get to. We got other business associates you want maybe want to join. How did Anthony prepare yourself for the presentation? How did you sit there and, you know, say, okay, uh, NFL, I can be some good. Because, you know, some of these young bucks out there, they need your guidance. So that's good that you got in there. How did you prepare for that big leap up to the NFL partnership? Well, what I am is I'm a, I'm a sports agent and a certified contract, NFL contract advisor. Um, the process of, of becoming a certified contract advisor was I, you had to have a master's degree, go through a background check, and then you had to pass an examination that was conducted in uh, Washington, D.C. And it's not a simple examination. It's, um, you have to study the collective bargaining agreement. You have to go through classes. And you have to understand all the nuances of the collective bargaining agreement so you could effectively represent players. Um, now, I'm very fortunate because my Uncle Tony Rosano was the director of player personnel for the 49ers from 1977 to 1991, and he was one of the first NFL agents ever in, in pro football. He represented guys like Jack Tatum and Franco Harris. And if you look him up, you'll find that he was uh, often quoted in Sports Illustrated in the 1960s and 70s and was a true legend of the game. Um, I was also fortunate my uncle Rick Rosano played for the Bengals uh, for five years and, and played in the Super Bowl. And, and my cousin David works as a general manager uh, for the Memphis Showboats in the USFL. So I have some family that has been in the business, and, I'm, and I've just tried to uh, walk in their footsteps. Now what I'm doing is I found my, my uncle Tony's business is, was called uh, United Pro Athletes, okay, in 1970s. That was his, uh, his company. And so I've resurrected uh, that website, United Pro Athletes, and plan to launch a, a history really detailing his success and what he did and, uh, and, hope to, and what, it, what our family's done and hope to really kick it off by getting some good players that want to uh, 
to do their best and be represented by someone who really cares about them. And, uh, and that's, that's what I'm planning on this fall. I want to I do some good things, and I want to I help some guys out. That's perfect. You know, they, again, you see some crazy stories, negative stories, so you definitely need what you're doing. So that's great. Good for you. Outstanding. I like that a lot. Um, you know, before we get to the final comment, again, tell us again, where do we go, Anthony, to follow up with you, get inspired by you, to read your story. Uh, you got a great clipping in, in, in your bio about you playing golf and you're coming back after three years to play golf and stuff like that. And, again, I still just in awe of that where how you come back as a young person to start doing what you're going to do, you know, because a lot of us were just giving up. A lot of us sit there and just start soaking and, and feeling bad for ourselves. You didn't do that. So that's great. So it's a must read. They must go to your website. Where do we go? How do we buy your book? One more time. Yeah, check it out. www.anthonyrosano.com. Um, if you ever want me to come and speak at an event, a church, or a school gathering, corporate event, um, I will guarantee you that it will be an experience that you'll be glad you did. Uh, it'll be a, a winning experience for all of us. Um, and you bring up golf. Look, I, I'm, I'm a one-handed golfer whose, whose handicap has been as low as 10, okay? I could play. Uh, you know, I, I've shot under par in the past on a, on a nine holes and, and, uh, and, and broke 80 several times uh, on very difficult golf courses because that mindset, it translates. And when you're an athlete and you have the, the mindset of an athlete, that's, uh, that's, that's, it's something that you never give up. So definitely visit my website, www.anthonyrosano.com. There's a contact information. An email will come to me. I'll give you a call. Um, if you want some business advisory services, uh, we could schedule some time, do a Zoom meeting. We could chat. Um, I'll do the best I can to help you. And, um, hey, you know, we're, we're doing some special things out here and just trying to uh, be a positive light in the world. Hey, Tony, hey, I asked a lot of authors this. Have you thought about, because I'm trying to work with authors to get this to this, have you thought about putting stuff on TV, you know, the Netflix, Hulu, stuff like that, because they're looking for great material. Your story will be a great TV series, a great movie. Your story can be a great inspiration to a lot of us on TV. Have you thought about putting stuff on that? Because I'm definitely working with producers trying to get a lot of my authors on TV. Have you thought about that? It's a, as a matter of fact, it's funny that you mentioned that. I have an offer right now from somebody who wants to turn my book into a screenplay. And, mm -hmm. um, and I haven't yet agreed to anything, and it is something that we want to do. I believe that telling the story, especially when, when I wrote this book, I wrote it in a narrative cinematic style. Okay, where it, and it, when you see the descriptions about what it's like to be on fire and, and me talking about that in the in the presence of God in that moment, taking away my pain and you hear and you read about the dressing changes where they had to scrub me with a wire brush all over my body and excise my skin and, and, and bathe me like that three times a day to uh, coming out and making the glorious walk out of the hospital. Uh, together with my parents when that was something that they promised me in the emergency room. The, the, the story behind the story is, is just so – it's so incredible to look back on that this was a gift in my life that was given to me, and I lived that. And I think that uh, I think it would be great to be on, uh, on a, te a television show uh, or, or a movie. I think it would just be compelling. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, final comment, sir. What message 
do you hope readers will take away from your story other than inspiration and, and, and just picking themselves up? Is there any more you want to add to that? Because, again, I'm just fired up right now just talking to you. So it's this point where what do you want readers to, to buy the book? And when they've done it, said, wow, I can do this, too. If he did this, I can do this. What else do you want the readers to take away from buying your book? Okay, here, here's what the most important message that I want people to get beyond all the inspiration and everything else. It's that we live in a world where today is, is, is this like social media and, and there's a lot of facades out there about, you know, people being perfect and people getting canceled and people doing wrong and people, but listen, in life, what happens is it's a journey where successful people fell every single day. You can fell in, in, in your life. You could get injured in a car accident and you could get saved by God and, and you could get, uh, and then once you get, overcome all those things, you're going to have more adversity come down the pipe. And, yeah. and anyone who thinks that they're going to live a life without adversity just doesn't have it right. That's not how the world works. You're going you're gonna to fail again and again, but you know what? You've got you to work on that. You've got to accept your own failures. You've got to stand up, and you've got to fight another day trying to be a better person each step along the way. And if that's what you can do in your life, no matter if you're a millionaire or a ditch digger, if you can just be the best person you could be every single day, then that's a life worth living. And that's what I want them to get. Outstanding. Our special guest today, Anthony Rosano. Perfect. Against all odds, a story of faith, courage, and perseverance. Anthony, thank you so much for joining us today, inspiring us. You got me fired up for the rest of the week. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to do some things, I'm ready to run through walls. You know, you hear that as a coach. You know, if you get your team fired up, they'll go through walls for you. That's why you got me fired up. I'm ready to go. Anthony, thank you That's so awesome. much. Have a great week. And Thanks. we definitely want to follow up with you. Okay, sir? Sounds great. Looking forward to it anytime. Thank you, and thank you to all your guests. God bless. Thanks, sir. Bye-bye. Against all odds, great, great story. I'm looking at his website here, and just, just notice this. This isn't a story of a comeback. This is a story of a boy who almost lost his chance to start the game of life. This is a story about faith, spirit, cannot be broken. Rocky Blyer. Huh? Rocky Blyer, Pritchett Steelers, veteran, outstanding. You know, he's got some great stuff here. He got His website is awesome. His passion, you can feel his passion when he speaks. He gets you fired up. Make sure you go to his website. Buy his book, Against All Odds. All right? Follow up. Tom Hollis Chapman Show sent you. Guys, great Tuesday. Make sure you be here on Friday with a special guest, Dr. Sunday. All right? Let's close it with some music. Okay, when you're feeling down, when you get knocked down, get up, get up. Like he said, Anthony said, sometimes you got to move yourself away from the people who are negative. Go in, just be by yourself, breathe deep, get positive, 
Hang out with people who got a vision. Those of you you want to hang with. Not the naysayers, not the negative people, positive people. Hang with them. You want to write a book, you want to give speeches, you want to do a business, that's who you hang with, okay? Thanks for joining us today, okay? Make sure you follow up with Anthony's story. It's beautiful. Anthony's website, follow up. It's beautiful. Thanks for listening today. We'll see you Friday on the Hollis Tapman Show. As always, I'll see you next time.